welcome everyone to episode. I guess two I now. Guess, yeah, episode two. Yeah. Um, episode two of the pod. Hope you guys have been. I don't know. I guess like okay with everything. No, no. I don't think. Well. How okay can you be right now? No one's okay right now, really. I mean, like... Yeah, no one's like... I mean, it feels weird. At the very least, like, things... Like, you feel things are off. Mm-hmm. Like, things are not normal. And that's saying a lot, considering where the state of things were prior to this. Yeah. You know, prior to these protests and, and these police brutalities that's been happening, you know. 2020 has been a year. Yeah. It's we're been only, a year. We're barely on the halfway mark. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, so this, I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday, June 3rd. Shouts to my brother. Happy birthday. Oh yeah, happy birthday to, to Michael. Shout out to Michael. And yeah, guys, where do we even begin? Yeah. Where do we even begin? It's been it's, it's been like, over a week, a little bit over a week since this happened. Yeah. In Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know, just and I mean, all it's 50 been states like, have yeah. protested at yeah. this point. It was kind of like a back to back thing because yeah, it's been over a week since the George Floyd killing, mm. but it's been kind of well over well over two weeks, I think, since like the Breonna Taylor killing. Yeah. And honestly, right after George Floyd, there was another killing, Tony McDade, and it was just like back to back yeah, to back. Like, I mean, well, when you really think about it, it's, I mean, it's more than just like back. I mean, back to back, like is. One I guess thing. back to back in like this short amount of time because, well, it's not like these killings are new. They've been yeah. Happening Eric Garner since... was in July of twenty fourteen. Yeah. Michael Brown was August 9th, twenty fourteen. The Paul McDonald was October 20th, 2014. You know, Tamir Rice, November 22nd, 2014. Yeah. You know, Walter Scott, April 4th, 2015. You know, it just, it goes on, you know, like. Yeah, it, this is not a new. This is not a new thing, you know. This yeah, is by just any means. the final straw that broke the camel's back, yeah. you know. And after like hundreds of years of this stuff happening, man, like. Yeah, I mean, I think this one hit like probably particularly different because. This really was, like, this... The, the duration of that video. The duration of that video, it's, like, everyone had enough time to really look at, like, the life drain from his yeah. eyes. That, that was brutal, Was it, like, dude. an eight-minute, nine-minute video, yeah, right? Yeah, it was like, a nine-minute video. Yeah, and you watched every minute of it. I honestly... I, I regret watching it, because... It, but you have to watch these kind of things, you know? I, at least I feel that way. Like, you can't just hide from these things. Yeah, you're watching a human be murdered. I don't know, man. I, I see the... I, I see why, like, a lot of people don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, especially black people, because, like, they, they know this is... It's not new to them. They don't need a reminder. Yeah. I think, like, this is... It, it should... It should, like, traumatize you a little bit, I guess, if this oh, yeah. is not a thing that you live with constantly. But, I don't know. I think I've, I think I've made, like, a decision that it's it's... It's well, it's been well ingrained into my brain that this is, this is a problem. Like, police Mm -hmm. kill people, disproportionately black people. Mm -hmm. And I think, honestly, like, I might just be done watching the videos. Because that video, like, I cried. Yeah. Like, I'm not even... At this point, Like, like, I was crying. I was like, how is this happening right now? Like, I feel like I'm watching a movie. Yeah. Like, this feels like I'm watching a movie. Well, this entire year has been, been like, a movie, you know? Yeah. Like... A really bad movie, like it makes you like what could possibly go next? You know, like like how long are these protests going to keep going? And like, are, are the cops going to make this like? Uh, just are they going to keep making it violent? You know, is it going to like eventually end? You know, are we going to get something, some kind of crumbs? That's you know? the thing about this this moment is that I don't really I actually have no idea. I don't even have any like conjecture to offer about where this might even end up because this Mm. really it feels different this time it totally feels different this time around in that i mean like like we like we just said earlier like all 50 states are protesting you know 
There's somewhere yeah. in each state, you know, a town, a city, whatever, you know, protesting. Yeah. You know, this is different. Yeah, you know, when was the than... last time you saw a pro- protest of this scale here in Riverside, in Moreno Valley? Yeah. Like, I haven't seen no, a I've protest never, like no, that. No, not here. You know when the last time that I actually saw protests of that magnitude was back, back, back in, like, 2005, I think? Oh, yeah, then. when, um, and I was really young at this time, but I do remember people, and I think actually like my parents went to this, but oh, it was nice. a protest Badass. for like undocumented immigrants for, I honestly, I don't know, but it was like an undocumented immigrant related protest okay. back during the Bush administration when I saw people protesting in Mobile, wow. like on the streets in Mobile. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. And ever since then, like I haven't. Even during, like, Ferguson, it's like, you knew it was a big moment, mm-hmm. but it didn't have that surreal and, like, well, ethereal like, feeling because you didn't see it in your own city. Yeah. You know? No, there well, were I don't, there were no mobile protests for well, Ferguson. There wasn't, there wasn't any, like, mobile protests at all, for sure. And, like, even, like, the, like all these deaths that, that's come up, you know, like, there hasn't been anything, you know, that's hit us here at home. You know, even in my hometown in Victorville, like, there are people protesting, you know, like, and it's just, it, it's interesting to, to see, like, how it's, it's this one, like, it was, it took this last one, and, like, maybe it's because, like, the length of that video, and, like, how clear in day, you know. And how, just how brutal and traumatizing and this, yeah, it was. Yeah, dude, like, that, how do you even. It was just the blatant. It, it, there's just so many aspects to that video. First of all, the blatant killing, obviously, mm. that's going on. Mm-hmm. The officer, Derek Chauvin, mm. you know, putting his knee on, like, George Floyd's neck for nine whole minutes. The officers clearly watching him mm. kill this man, not doing anything, standing by his, like, pleas for help. It was just, like, an elongated video of torture until someone dies and like you really see the brutality of it not only that like after after george floyd was clearly unresponsive honestly clearly dead at that point they still like derek chauvin you see him kind of like disassociate like this dude pretends that he's not dead and they still did the theatrics of getting him checked by the emt after we knew, like, this, like, he clearly dead. died. He's dead. Yeah, there was, I mean, they did it in front of, they did it in daytime. In, in, a, in, in, in daylight, the, in front of a crowd. Yeah. And. Just and, an indiscriminate killing, you know? Yeah, it's just, hey, you know, like, it's, it, yeah, like, it had to be this one, man. Like, I mean, I mean, granted, it should have been, like, long ago we started we should have been protesting this kind of stuff but like yeah when you look at this one this one's a little different this one hurts a little bit more and i think it and i think the reason why is obviously because of social media and the way that how easily we can share things nowadays because this is by far not the most brutal killing not the i mean even if you think back to emmett till for Mm -hmm. example that like that boy they mutilated him they tortured him to death and his mom had an open casket funeral see, yeah. so people could see and that was before the age of social media and maybe only the people that went to the funeral really got to see the brutality of yeah. everything that happened but now with social media well, that's the thing it's like with with social media and with all these platforms that we can like get our voices like heard and we can start publicly shaming police officers you know for doing these things and just overall people in general, you know, it's like we get to put these things to light, you know, and now we get to make a stand, you know, and yeah. if we had this tech back in the 1920s, who knows yeah. what it would be like today. And not only that, I think it's also coupled with the fact that COVID is happening. Like well, COVID, we, this happens on the tales of COVID, mm-hmm. which if we're talking about like, we just said, like, when is the last time you saw something happen nationwide, protest nationwide over a police killing, right? Mm. To, like, to this scale, to the point where everyone is protesting. People in Mobile protested, and we hadn't, I haven't seen that since I was a mm-hmm. child, right? People in Victorville protested, and I've never seen that. Right? Yeah. yeah. And that, like, now it's really, it's hitting everywhere. 
on the tales of COVID, which I think added like a that extra layer of what's the word? Not solidarity, but I guess something that everyone is collectively going through because COVID was a global pandemic. We all quarantined. And you and I talked about this mm-hmm. when the stay-at-home order first took effect. We're like, I can't believe this is real right yeah, now. Yeah, it just had that like surreal this, moment. That surreal feeling. That second, that, this is like the second time in this year that yeah. that surreal feeling of like, I cannot believe that this is happening. Yeah. Know? My country's not going to be the same after this. Yeah. You know, nothing's going to be the same after this. You know, and it was it was that that we're all quarantining, so everyone is kind of going through it collectively. Everyone collectively went through either losing a job, oh, losing yeah. income of some sort. Yeah, dude. Just like, a lot of ways that people are realizing, like we are collectively being fucked over. Mm-hmm. And I mean, make no mistake, police brutality affects disproportionately poor people. I think it obviously predominantly is a black issue. Yes. You know, let's yes. be honest, because police killings are disproportionately black people. Yeah. And this was really, like you said, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. Because we're coming like off of the tales of everyone experiencing this quarantine and this loss of income. And now everyone is experiencing this collective outrage and... Even though this is, you know, I guess you could call it like a, a Black Lives Matter-led issue, it's still everyone, the brutality of it, like we just said, everyone saw it, you know? Yeah. And everyone feels, like, the way that I felt watching that was, like, they really don't care what you think like everyone feels collectively like these cops really don't they they murdered someone they murdered a black man like in broad daylight in front of everybody knowing that it was going to go viral knowing that black lives matter is a movement knowing that countless other victims Mm. of police like you know what i mean yeah like this is not they they did it knowingly and on the tales of this i think that really helped i guess propel this into the national spotlight yeah was like the reaction to everything is just oh okay well they'll make fun of it you know they like, put that on black lives matter you know yeah and uh it's just i don't know man like how how desensitized can you be as a cop you know to human emotions you have to be at this point you you don't have any self-respect if you're a cop at this point you don't have any human how 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 can you like, you have to be mentally ill, honestly, to be a cop at this point. I know that, like, might sound, like, politically incorrect or whatever. And this, it's not to, like, demonize mental illness. or, But you, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you in your head if you're a cop right now. You know, it's... How can you see all... Of, like, if you're a quote-unquote good cop, anything close to a good cop, you're... You've quit, or you're you're going to quit. You like you you know what I mean. That's you, what you I want to see. see. I don't want to see knees to the ground. I don't want to see. Yeah, none of that like performative I don't see that, bullshit. Man. I don't want to see that at all. I want to see badges on the floor, and I want to see uniforms taken off. Yeah, you know? it's just that that whole kneeling with the protesters, mm-hmm. marching with the protesters, or like, yeah, it's 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 all bullshit. Like it's how it's all bullshit because why? Like why? Why now? Why? Why at this moment when? The real solidarity is, yeah, quitting your job. Mm-hmm. But honestly, the real solidarity, if you're really, if we're going to be, like, practical and pragmatic about it, the real solidarity would be, at the very least, cops showing up to city council meetings and be like, hey, we don't need all this funding. Hey, we don't need fucking military-grade weapons yeah. to patrol local communities. What they need is... What they need What they need is 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 community aid and... Funding teachers and you know what I mean. If yeah. cops really cared yeah. about the communities, they're, they're first of all they would live in the communities that they police. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you get, take care of a community if you don't even live there? You know, like yeah, I'm like I, I'm baffled by that. I'm most like that. It's just like cops are just commuting to towns, you know. And well, that's too, that's the thing too. It's like cops that kill other that kill people. You know, they just get transferred somewhere else. You know, 
Yeah, it's like the Catholic Church, kind of. Yeah, yeah, a priest rapes someone. Yeah, they're just and then oh, okay, we're gonna transfer them somewhere else. You know, it's like a mafia of like of murder of of state sanctioned Mm -hmm. killings, and yeah, this really begs the question: like, who do you protect? Who do you serve? Why do we have the police? The whole point of having a police is for people to feel safe and for people to have a resource when shit goes south someone to turn to someone to be me personally every time i've actually called the the police has never done anything for me yeah dude i've had my house broken into we've had the family business broken into multiple times the police have never done anything for me first of all they don't get there on time when they do get there they file a police report and that's it the police report doesn't it's just a file it's a file it's an archive in a fucking drawer somewhere in a file folder Nothing comes of it. Okay, this is this is a side story. It's just super anecdotal, something that happened to me. When I was a senior in high school, I came home, um, and it, basically the way like my schedule and like my family schedule works is I would get home before anybody got home. So when I got home from school, I would be home alone for a little bit before everyone else got home. So I came home to two guys trying to break into my house, and... So we called the police. First of all, they get there like an hour later, an hour after the fact. And when they got there, I'm like, well, they're clearly gone, right? Yeah. I've been in my house for an hour now. They're clearly not here anymore. The police shows up. Um, They're like, all right, you step outside for a second. And the first thing they do is they draw guns and go into my house and like check every room. Like, come out, wherever you are. I'm like, it's been an hour. There's no one here. I've been in my house for an hour. Yeah. Like, it's the performative bullshit. And then after that, the next thing that they did was that they took me in the police car to identify suspects. Okay. And what they did was they rounded up five, like, random black kids from the neighborhood. Really? Yeah. Damn. And I'm like, those kids... Did they even, like, ask you a description of the burglars? Or... They did. And, I mean, and the burglars were two black guys uh, but okay. that's all and i just described like i don't know basic clothing they didn't uh-huh. have like any descriptive shit uh-huh. so i just like said what and they they just rounded up like five random like black kids in the uh-huh. neighborhood that were clearly like not either of yeah. the guys that i saw okay and okay. i'm like you just like harass these kids you first you arrive late and then you just pick up five random like black kids from the block mm. tell me to identify one of them it's not one of them obviously because whoever it was like fucking left and wait who's sticking around for an hour after robbing a place or, or trying to break into a place you know? exactly like i mean those those kids that were trying to break into my house they saw me and they booked it yeah and also it's the kind of thing where like even if you did catch them like what do you think would have happened to them and also why did it get to the point why are they breaking into houses what does that say about the community that you live in that kids are resorting to breaking into houses to breaking into houses yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, they arrived, they rounded up, like, five random kids, mm-hmm. ruined their days, and did nothing for me. It's like, what function does the police serve? Anytime that they've broken into the, the business, they go and file a police report. They, nothing happens. Yeah. The police have never done anything for me or anybody that I know. Yeah, no, honestly, I can't, I can't say any, any stories of that, you know. They're just, they're just there, you know, just file, file reports. And give tickets, you know. And give tickets. That's honestly, that's really the only functional thing I've ever seen cops do is give speeding tickets and traffic tickets. I've never had a, like a, a positive cop experience. <laughs> Me know? neither. Yeah. Like I've never had a moment, a moment of like, I don't know, anything positive with a cop. It's just, it's always been like either a ticket or like you see them chasing after someone or you know you just hear about them killing people. Yeah. You know, and that's it. Yeah. And I don't believe there's a good cop because... How can you be? Well, like, no, how can you keep quiet, you know, about the bad cops? Yeah. Like, if you're a good cop and you've been in there for a while, you gotta know something, right? I'm not saying, like, even you if, have to. Or even something. if your, like, specific department never killed anyone. Yeah. You know that there's... A culture there mm-hmm. that would protect no one a cop if they did. Yeah, there's like a brotherhood there. Yeah, that is just so sacred, and yeah. you can't you can't break it. Like I want to see accountability. You know. Yeah, some real accountability. Like if you're if you work with someone 
at whatever job you work at, and they just suck ass, and for some reason they just don't get fired for some like because. Like, how do you... You have to work with them, you know? Yeah. Ideally, you get them to work with you. So why can't the good cops just try harder to make the bad cops even... Or just hold them accountable? Because the good cops get arrested whenever they do try to... They'll get framed for something. Yeah. Or, like, straight up killed. Like, there's been... Yeah. There, there's been, like, stories of, quote-unquote, good cops, like, trying to report someone or, you know, makes whatever change and it's a mob dude yeah it's a mob they'll it makes you think they'll excommunicate you there's stories of cops being killed yeah for trying to speak up whistleblower it. cops yeah i can because you got to think about it the bad probably outweigh the good you know yeah so if there's never any good coming out of this you know it makes you think who's really running it the good guys is bad i mean it's just that the whole <clears throat> the whole like institution of police is like, it has to be called into question at this point. Because it's been too many incidents for you to be, like, it's it's a couple bad apples, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's not, police brutality is not a fluke, it's a feature. The police isn't, the police is functioning the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. And that, that's what calls into question, why is the police there? Well... The police is like one of the last actual avenues for businesses to get protection, which is why you see like the emphasis on, oh, the looting and da 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 da, the curfews to protect the businesses, and yeah, you see cops posted up and like, uh, protecting the businesses and all of this and that whole when the when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Which, by the way, I didn't know, but my sister like sent me the quote, but it was a quote from like a racist police chief from, like, the yeah. civil rights era. So think about it. Like, even back then, that mm -hmm. was a mentality. Yeah, I mean... And looters have always been demonized, and, like, law and order will come down on you. Why? Because the police are there to protect... Yeah, and justice will prevail. Private property. You know. Yeah. And that's that's their whole thing. It's just... I don't know. Like, I didn't know that was, like, Trump quoting, you know, anyone. I didn't know either. I thought I he was just riffing, know. you know. Yeah. But for him to say that... You know, and then for him to backtrack on that, like, the next day, mm -hmm. you know, um, how do you backtrack on that? As, if you're going to quote someone, you can't be like, I didn't really mean that, you know. I didn't really mean that, I was like, something hateful, yeah. you know. But he did, you know, like, he Well, did. I mean, and this is, like, a side note, but that's something, like, Trump has always done. Loki, that's why, like, Trump never loses, in, in like, like you, you're never gonna have an aha gotcha moment. With yeah, Trump. he just won't admit it. Cause he's just like a master of like, of of spin. Yeah, and like media narrative, and he, you know what I mean. Yeah, he, it like attacks just brush off of him because that's just how he handles them. He handles it like it's nothing, which is I wish that's how I wish we had progressive politicians that yeah, did that need... same thing, but instead we have like dumbass Democrats who. Will, yeah placate towards any like the most minimal right-wing criticism they will address things that don't even shouldn't be entertained it's just the throw it all away the whole system is, is it's gotta go it's gotta go it's gotta go bro. all of it has to go i mean yeah. you saw joe biden he was like cops should shoot protesters shoot. in the leg yeah, and shoot not the, the heart. legs yeah and not the heart yeah sure. i saw a tweet sure. that was like that's the most accurate pol description of democratic party policy that i've and ever seen and, and yeah Republican, that's pretty much yeah. it if you yeah 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 i agree i um that's pretty that's that sounds just about right and it makes you really think like man are we really gonna vote for this guy like are we because i like trump's evaded he's evaded so much in the three years that he's been in office you know and it's just crazy to me how this last year, this final year, everything just took a shit. Like yeah. World War World War Three was like rumored. Uh, yeah. Coronavirus started coming out, and now we have protests for police police brutality, and it just makes you think: Is this guy really gonna blow like a thirty-seven to zero lead <laughs> or something like that? Like, is this guy really gonna like do that? Because yeah, it's it could be possible. I mean, at this point, and if we get if we get Joe Biden, it is, yeah, 
if we get Joe Biden, when is he going to, like, announce his cabinet, you know? Like. Yeah. And, I don't know. I mean, my hope really is at this point that, like, I kind of see, like, on, on, on the Twitter streets, people now, now with the protests going on and people reflecting back on, like, the Baltimore mm. riots and the Ferguson riots and everything that happened while Obama was in office, seeing that, like, hey, these protesters got brutalized, too, and yeah. Obama was in office. Yeah. Maybe that guy is, like, not... I mean, <clears throat> that thing about Obama drinking, like, pretending to drink Flint water, mm. like, people are talking about that again. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, you haven't heard of, like, that? So when the whole Flint news came to light about them having contaminated, which, in the background of all of this, Flint still has poisoned water. Yeah, a little reminder. A little reminder (laughs) this entire time. Yeah, in case you guys were still wondering, you know. We live in a hell country. But Obama went to Flint. And they, like, pretended, like, oh, we fixed the pipes, everything's good. And he was giving, like, a press conference at Flint, and he, like, stopped in the middle of his of his speech, he, like, he was talking. He, like, cleared his throat, and he was like, actually, can I, can I get some water? And they brought him out, like, a glass of water, and he, like, pretended to take a sip from it. And he was like, oh, it's fine. He, like, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. with that gesture, he was like... It was a whole thing. Look it up on YouTube. It's, 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 like, outrageous. Yeah, it's like, well, Like, I mean, please like, stop giving Obama, but he was shit. Obama was shit. Obama was a shit president. I need everyone to acknowledge, like, Obama was a bad president. He deported my grandparents, side note. He was not a good guy. He did a lot of bad things. He droned people. He droned a lot of people. He deported a lot of people. Those Pictures of kids in cages, a lot of those are from the Obama era. He fucking brought down the National Guard on a lot of protesters. He tear-gassed fucking everyone. Standing Rock happened under him. He's not... You guys need to let him go. Just let him go. Let him go. Obama was was shit, dude. He's just been... You know, he had a really nice smile. He talked really well. Yeah, he's just a pretty guy who talks pretty. He's he's just as, as racist as... Is the other presidents. He's just as much of a warmonger as the other presidents. He's just as corrupt as the other presidents. His cabinet was put together by Citigroup. Yeah. Like, he, he's, let him go. Like, you need to, if we want real systemic change, it's not going to come from electing Biden or electing any progressive for that matter. Like, it's, we, we really need to think about changing the way we do things. Yeah, like, this two-party system doesn't work. It won't work. It won't work. Bernie was was the compromise. Even then, no. And even you then, knew. like we were just talking about it earlier. I don't know. If, okay, as of today, he Bernie put out um, like he proposed a set of reforms for police, and he had the audacity for one of the ref- parts of that reform to include raising the wages of high-ranking police officers to incentivize them to do their job better. Like, like what? Like the we're not going to be saved by electoral politics and by politicians. We need we need radical change, bro. We need them to be defunded. Like they need to. They need to be super stripped down of funding, demilitarized as fuck, and that that's a, and that's a start, dude. I mean, there's people talking about police abolition altogether, which I think sounds great and all, and. And don't, don't get me wrong, I'm for that. Mm. Replace, yeah, replace policing with community aid instead. And that'd be great if we saw that in my lifetime. But I think if we're talking about, like, real, pragmatic, like, expedient political change, I think a start is defunding and demilitarizing, you know? And if we can get to poli- police abolition later, that, that'd be awesome. And we found a better way, more compassionate way to do things, that'd be awesome. But as a start, defund the police majorly i think a lot of people would be surprised to find out that pretty much everywhere everywhere that they live if you look into your city's budget either half at least half but in a lot of cases more than half of your budget goes to the police like straight up even mobiles i i did i I forgot to tell you, but I looked this up oh nice yeah nice. like budget meetings uh. and, and and that was the case in in long beach 
in a lot of places. That's just the way that across the country, that's it's a fucking mafia, dude. The political power that police has. Yeah, it's like all on top of that too is like they get so much, like they get so many like benefits as well, just from like from companies just giving like whether it be Starbucks and giving like free cup of coffee. Yeah, Chipotle does half off. Half off, you know, just and overall, it's just the the perks of being a cop and you get to get away with murder, you know. Yeah, like on top of every, <laughs> on top of all on of top it. of your half off meal at Chipotle, you can also kill someone and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why do we do things this way? We can't. Why do we we let can't. This happen? We can't do this for like teacher, teachers, or we can't do it for doctors. Yeah, you know? exactly. We can't do it for any of them. Man, and like, if we're really being honest, it goes even further than like what we do politically, but like socially mm-hmm. and. I think we briefly talked about this, but the propaganda around cops. Oh, yeah. Like, why is Brooklyn Nine-Nine a thing? Yeah, why, <laughs> Let's start there. Like, why is there a show about family funny, matters. lovable cops' family matters? Yeah. Fucking the Paw Patrol, dude. <laughs> like, <It's> Paw Patrol. <laughs> why, why Granted, does, does there need to be a kid's show about cops? Yeah, it's just like, 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 I didn't watch Paw Patrol. And, like, Family Matters I watched as a kid. Me too, yeah. You know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I didn't really watch. but my I did watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I, and I liked it. My roommate loved it, too. At, at I mean, time, it's a funny know. show. It's, it's a funny show. It's a snippet that I would watch. I mean, I love Andy Samberg. Yeah. You know? Like, great guy. Um, but the thing is, like, why does it have to be cops? Why does it have to be romanticized, you know? Yeah. Yeah, why do they have to be romanticized as a profession and, and, and glorified mm-hmm. as... Detectives as too. heroes, what, detectives. I mean, yeah, detectives are seen as like, oh, these cool. They're not really cops, and you know, they do the important work. They investigate things, but no, detectives are cops too. And they, honestly, then this is a whole other thing we can get into about detectives being able to like get off on like, well, I'm a detective, but they're not like they're not any more hardworking than a regular cop which already says a lot it's not like cops go the extra mile or anything but yeah i mean it's it's a whole political and social culture that cops have dominated really in the country like why is there such a reverence towards cops why do we humanize cops in a way that cops don't humanize black people people of color and poor people and you know what i mean right, like yeah. yeah it's a, it's a whole it's an entire thing it's it's a whole thing that it's gonna take a lot of work but i don't know do you think it's like do you think there's like an end time coming i think there's as far as like the protests go i think i'm gonna be very disappointed if like really nothing comes out of this in terms of like some some kind of something that's passed like I don't know I I honestly this is like one of the times where I'm like I don't even have conjecture to offer I don't know what's gonna happen but this feels this do you think feels it's just it, like do you think it ends with like the, all those cops being trialed that were involved with uh, George Floyd or do you, would it go further I, I, my, I guess my fear is that it would end if those cops were... I don't know, because... Because... So, okay, on the one hand, I think that, like, it would do a lot if the four cops involved in George Floyd's murder were indicted. But what's after that? But, but and, well, and here's the thing, it kind of depends, what are they, how harsh is the punishment yeah. going to be? Because I think if they're indicted on a bullshit charge and they end up getting if the if the punishment doesn't end up matching the crime i think people will continue to be outraged oh definitely and i hope but that's the thing is like i hope that even if he gets indicted people remember that it wasn't just george floyd you know like tamir rice he was 12 years old when he was killed, and his killer <clears throat> never went to jail. Yeah. Like, a cop killed a 12-year-old kid and, just... and never faced any repercussions. 
Eric Garner's Eric killer. Eric Garner's killer. He was just he was just moving. Brianna Taylor's killer. I mean, there's just countless Sandra well, Bland's like, killers. There's just so well, many. I Eric, want people. I don't want people to forget that it's not just George Floyd. Yeah. Like this is a decades long issue, really. If we're being honest, but in recent times, even then, like George Floyd is not the only one. There have been so many killings that cops never face any minimal sort of consequence for it. And I don't think it should end with George Floyd's killers being indicted. Like, if there was new evidence to, like, a a homicide case, it would be picked up again, right? Like, if we're going to, like, start persecuting cops, you know, why not, like, start doing all the other ones? We have them on record, you know? Like, the facts are, they still did these things. You know, why can't we just look look at it, reassess it, you know, and finally get justice? You know, that's a good point. I think the only way that they would get these protests to quell down and to for this this uprising to quell is if they probably went not only after uh george floyd's killers but if they went after uh eric garner's and philando castile's and brianna taylor's and tamir rice's and everybody else's eric garner's um killer like he just lost his job last year of august of 2019 and since then he's been like he's been trying to file a lawsuit to get his job back you know it's like what is that like the audacity the audacity like and no does anyone else know about this and on top of that it's just are we gonna let that slide are we gonna let him do that like i don't know man like that's the thing it's like do we stop with this like like if, and if we do, if for some reason we have to, like, settle for something, is it just going to be, like, we're going to trial um, these these cops that were involved with George Floyd and then going forward, cops that do anything bad, is it going to be we're going to hold them to higher accountability? Or... Yeah, and also, like, I don't know, man, because it's the kind of thing where, like, protecting the police is just so entrenched, again, not only in culture, but also in law, like, with qualified immunity, for example. Mm-hmm. So... Qualified immunity is, all right, so if a cop kills someone, it's very unlikely that they're going to get actually indicted on on a state level or on a federal level because most likely, pro, like, prosecutors most likely will side with the cop. Judges will most likely side with the cop. That's been the case in a lot of these killings. So families and, <clears throat> and loved ones of the people killed, the, one of the last avenues that they have to get any sort of justice is through civil lawsuits. And even then, cops are protected by this thing called qualified immunity, which is basically, um, I guess you could call it a legal precedent because it's not even anything written into law, but it's this thing that judges basically practice that it says that unless um, the person that was killed or assaulted or brutalized, whatever, knew that their rights were that their clearly established rights were being violated, their killer, their brutalizer, their abuser, whatever, will get off. And essentially what that means is for you to prove that you're right, that your clearly established rights were violated, you, you're, like your lawyer is going to have to cite a, a, an exact similar case that you went through where the cop got prosecuted for you to be able to get that that justice that half-assed justice really well yeah like what are the odds of that and what are the odds of that it's so what we're doing is basically making it impossible to hold cops to account in any degree and that's that's the point of this qualified immunity was started by judges by the supreme court it was invented by the supreme court because the argument was that cops are being held to account too much and they're not able to do their jobs right well yeah what does that say like what does that say what does that say to you that we have to create yet another loophole? They're not being prosecuted at the state level and federal level, so we have to create another loophole at this like civil lawsuit level to help them get off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a whole other layer of protection. It's not enough that you can't get justice at the state level if you file a, a civil lawsuit for financial compensation, not even for them to for jail time or anything like that, for financial compensation, even then, 
the judge will just pull out this qualified immunity. Boom. Like, we're just... Like, just think about what that means. Qualified immunity. If you cannot prove that there was a case very similar to yours where the cop got actually indicted, where, where the law ruled in your favor, you're not... You're, that, cop, that cop's going to get off like scot-free. Like, this, that's a big slap in the face. Yeah. Just the... Uh, like... <laughs> That's saying cops are all... Nobody... By the way, nobody else has that option. Like, the, the judge is not going to use qualified immunity for anybody. Oh, yeah. That's... You're, you're not going to be a regular person. You're not... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who who gets sued yeah. and the cop is not going to use qualified immunity. That only applies to cops. To cops, man. And just like... It, 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 like, well, looking at these videos, too, it's like cops are doing so many things. They're like... They're just randomly like jumping on people and running over people you're telling me if people started doing that it's okay now yeah you know, like, if cops are above the law why can't we just have them prosecuted for trying to run man, like, someone over run someone over like and we, we just, have the footage of it we have the we just saw that and i'm pretty sure i don't know if like yet people listening have seen that video yet i'm pretty sure everyone has seen it at this mm. point the nypd um two nypd SUVs, I don't know what you call them. Yeah, it's like SUVs. those like SUV yeah. type vehicles, basically ramming into a group of protesters, holding off the vehicle with a barricade. Like who? What? And you're telling me like these people are there to serve and protect? Yeah, it's just who? Who are you serving? What? The people that you're protecting, you're just, you're gonna ram, you're gonna run them over? And it's not that. That's not the only instance. I I actually. And I, I just, I was thinking about this, like in this episode, I'm going to link a bunch of places people can donate to, but there's also this other video that came to mind that, uh, do you know Mike Figueredo of the Humanist Report? Oh, yes, yes, yes. He compiled like a 10 minute or so long video of just clips of oh, cops really? instigating violence and like mm. d doing fucked up shit to protesters and- I'm going to link that, too, so everyone can watch, it, right watch it. And this is current stuff, like, right now, having to do with the protests of, like, cops brutalizing people right so now. So he, he started, like, just making a compilation video. Mm -hmm. of, yeah, like, it's not even, current... like, him giving news or talking right Yeah, now. It's, it's just, just compilation. Yeah. But it's all of the recent protests mm -hmm. and how cops are just going around inciting violence, you know, and just having good fun. Yeah. Doing cop things. Doing yeah. cop things. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, like if this if this moment really doesn't radicalize you and like I I don't know, man. And I know like what 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 do you think about like for example the people who have like cop family members? Oh man. Like, like what what do you what heart, do you make of that? My, my heart, heart goes, goes out. out to that. Yeah, my heart will go out to you guys if you're um against your 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 parents' occupation, your family member's occupation, whoever they are in your life's occupation, you know. Uh, I, I mean, like, if you have, if you have the willpower, I mean, maybe you should be like, hey, maybe you can get a better job. Something you might like more. Something you might want to look into. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard. Because, like, I, like, I love my family, too, mm -hmm. you know. And my family don't agree. My, me and my family don't agree on any of this stuff, you know. And... Well, I actually haven't asked them like their opinion on this exactly right now, but knowing the track record, it's not it's not the best. Mm -hmm. It could be it could be better than I think it is, but it's probably not exactly what what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing is, is like for me, that's okay because it's my family. But my none of my family members are are cops, you know, like. It's a different dynamic. Yeah, and even then, with my family, it's still not okay. Because after this, man, like, I just... I'm done with this, man. Like, I'm done defending this. Like, I'm done telling them that this is wrong. Like, I just want to, like... Like, any time I, I just have this, these conversations with my family, I just want to tell them, like, hey, I don't want to... I don't even want to go even further because I'm going to start bringing up stuff and we're going to go on this long, long, long conversation... I don't want to have with you guys because this is like talking to bricks mm -hmm. and it's I don't know like with anyone else who's like also experiencing that with like 
just, you know, family, you know, that disagreements on this entire thing, you know. And it's complicated. It's a complicated thing. Like, how do you, how do you go against your family? Like, hey, yeah, no, guys, you gotta stop, you know. This reminds me of this, um, and it's not really, it's kind of, it's not the exact same situation, but kind of comparable. I saw this tweet of, um, somebody said, my sister sent me a TikTok of a white girl crying. I don't know if you've seen this. No. So the tweet said, my sister sent me a TikTok of this white girl crying because her parents said that George Floyd deserved to be killed and he had it coming and if he didn't if he didn't want to die this way he shouldn't have done anything wrong and the this white girl is talking about it and she's like crying and she's like how can my parents say this i hate this family i don't want to live here and it's like these like these these like middle class suburban gen z white kids are coming to grips with the realization that like a lot of us have already known but like their parents are like It's reaching them. Yeah. And it's that kind of... I hope that same, like, catharsis is hitting... Honestly, people who 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 know cops in any capacity. Like, yes, like, you probably... I know you... you That love... Feelings are complicated. That love is not going to go away overnight. You, you can love someone who's bad. Like, that's not... Yeah. You know, those two things can... Someone yeah, can be bad and impossible. you can love them. Yeah. Yeah. But there, there has to be like a social awakening. Like at this point, like yeah. yes, we've been knowing the police is bad, but we really have to register that that the police is bad. Like you can't, you cannot see everything that's happening and and come away with this is a okay. few bad apples narrative. Oh it's yeah, systemic. Definitely not. Like, and if there are a few bad apples, why aren't we weeding them out? Why are exactly like exactly if good overpopulated evil? If good's gonna triumph, when? If there, yeah, exactly. Even if, even if that like few bad apples narrative was true, those few bad apples don't face any consequences. Oh so yeah. So what's the point of bringing up that that excuse? They're just leaving them on the tree, hoping that they're gonna like get better. Yeah, like what? It's just that you can't. I feel like we're reaching that point where you really can't. You can't deny it, like. The police is, to to put it mildly, this not this whole police thing is not working. Like this is, or rather, it's it's working the way it's supposed to, but it doesn't work for the masses. Mm-hmm. Why is the police there? They're protecting private property. They're showing you blatantly like what they're doing. Why are we as a country more prepared to mobilize against protests than a pandemic? Yeah. You know? And, like, why? What does that say about... what? Where are our priorities? Dude, like, I mean, goodness. Like, can you... It's, it's just crazy to think that we had white people protesting, like, just last month. Armed to the Armed. teeth. Yeah. Imagine if any of these people, peaceful protesting, you know, sites had a couple guns. You know, a handgun or two. Someone got... A cop got wind that there was a handgun in the crowd. Oh, it would have been a massacre. Oh, for sure. They would have like, shot. not And not rubber bullets. They That that would have been enough of an excuse to... Just, or on the other hand, maybe maybe that's why they don't shoot the white people. Because <laughs> they're armed. Maybe... I'm not saying do it, guys. But maybe... But maybe, but maybe we need to... Maybe we strap need to... <laughs> My family has said that, too. So. I'm talking this big talk. I would... I don't... I'd be too chicken to show up to a protest yeah, no, but strapped I'll, up. So that's, that's the thing. It's like... Yeah, my, my... And that's not the point, either. Like... I mean, mm. and I don't knock anybody that, like... That goes armed to a rally, whatever. At this point, the gun thing has changed. My whole views on guns have changed so oh, much. Oh, yeah, with 100%. This. With the pandemic, it changed. And now, even more so with this. Like, it's just added on to that. Like, I used to be so anti-gun. And, like, yeah. I, like, last year, <clears throat> like, before the pandemic, I was like, no, no, we don't need guns. Yeah. We don't, like, I was like, society has moved past the need for guns. But, no. But it, clearly not. Clearly not. Yeah. And it makes you think, it's like, well, with the pandemic going on, I was thinking, like, I need to get a gun. Because, like, if people start, like, invading homes, you know, for mm-hmm. food, in case these essential businesses like go down. you need it, yeah. And all that, you're going to need it to defend your home. But... Then I then with, with the protests, I started thinking like, "Well, fuck, man! Like, civil war might be around the corner." Yeah, 
don't know, man. It's it's scary. And I, yeah, I think I have like also evolved on the guns issue for sure. Where it's like, yeah, I mean, let's be realistic. You know, you can't be in every single instance anti-gun. But I think I am like pretty confidently anti-gun on on police because even like in the worst case scenario you're facing off against someone who's armed i'm sorry but you you chose that job hmm. you know what i mean and i don't know actually that's i don't a, know it's it's a complicated that's the thing it's like it's, it's not gonna happen though it's like yeah. with the second amendment around and how, how americans just feel about guns overall like they're not cops aren't getting their guns taken away you know if anything i i feel like cops should learn how to like just shoot somewhere else if not not shoot at all you know i don't think that's gonna happen yeah i think actually well if we're being pragmatic i think one of the best things we can do is like examine like why why do people be knowing everything we know about cops why do people still choose to become cops one of the reasons probably would be that i mean it's one of the it's a really good job in terms of pay. We were just talking about this in terms of pay, benefits, and hours. Mm-hmm. Like, cops actually, like, make a lot of money. They make a lot of money. And why, maybe, if we made other avenues for people to make money, if we fixed if we fixed our priorities and gave people better wages, if we gave people health care so that they wouldn't, deplo- like, depend on their employer for all these great benefits, even if they hate their job or whatever. Why do people, why do a lot of people join the military? Because they can't afford to go to college. Yeah. Things like that, you know, it's, and I've said this before, it's, it's, police brutality doesn't exist in a vacuum. We have to look at the, the system in which it exists, you know, which is, I mean, which is really capitalism. <laughs> it's the capitalism that we, we have in the U.S. It's like, yeah. I, mean, I don't know, man. It's it's just it's this is not a standalone issue. It doesn't exist in a vacuum. There's context to it. It's like I don't know, man. Like it's hard to. I just I, I'm just thinking back now on like you know how cops are like depicted on like like on TV shows, you know, on old mm-hmm. like older ones where it's like oh I'm gonna give you give this guy a ride because he's drunk, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take care of the community. It's like you see none of this, man. Yeah. Like it's a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale. Yeah. Like why is it? Like why? Why is it there? Like, and why? Why do you humanize them that way when clearly, like, that's never happened. Nobody has like, no teen has been out past curfew, and the cop is cool and brings you back home. Be like, hey, watch out next time. Be careful out there. Yeah. No, if if they can, they're gonna take you to jail because they want that bailment. It's a system. Mm. They want that bail money because a lot of these prisons are privatized. Mm. They're they're for profit. It's not a standalone issue. We have to look at the entire system in which it operates. Why do we prioritize profit over people? That's why we treat... That's why cops treat people the way they treat them. Because they're not seeing them as people. That's that's a profit right there. That's that's your salary. That's labor. Why Why do cops give out so many tickets? Even the, forget police brutality. Why are cops? I had I had oh fuck I forgot where I had this friend. It was like in high school or in college or at some point in my life. Yeah. I had a friend with an uncle cop or a dad cop or something that like told me they have a quota of tickets. How oh, many really? tickets they have to give out? Really? And I'm like, why? Well, yeah. because they need to make money. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised, honestly. Yeah. So it's not a standalone issue. Co- it's mm. it's. Don't get me wrong, it's largely a race issue. Yeah. This is something that, like, predominantly, like, affects black people. But it doesn't just affect black people. Mm-hmm. P- poor white meth heads in fucking rural America get killed and nobody even knows about either. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Native Americans that were brutalized at Standing Rock to protect a fucking pipeline that was protected first by private cops and then... Cop cops, state cops were called in to help. Like, why, why, why do things like that happen? Well, it's, like, it gets its moment in, the, in like, on the internet, and mm-hmm. it just goes away. It's, like, it's, yeah. and it's just, the, it's the media's way, it's, like, pr- like, 
not just not social media, but it's like mainstream media's way of showing, like, or just covering it, man. Like, and that ha- goes into another thing: why media has an interest in portraying that narrative. Yeah, it's just there. You don't see the media like pointing out, you know, these 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 peaceful protests. You know, it's not these aren't these aren't really like broadcasted with them. You know, it's just about looters and it's about violence. Yeah. There's never anything good. And that's a, that's always, that's that's been the trend with mainstream media for who knows how long. When was the last time you saw anything good on the news? Yeah. Like, it's never anything good. Yeah. You know? Even when things were great and the economy was running and everything was fine and, you know, never yeah. good news. It's always something bad because it gets it gets views you know people are worrying people are going to stay tuned in you know no one's chat like no one's no one's hearing anything good and even the good news that does come up is like such it's like on such a superficial level of like this fucking valedictorian just graduated high school. Why is it yeah, never news yeah. of like it's like that daily it's like the daily show zen moment of the day exactly but it's like it's it's positive for like the news it's like a small little positive thing why is the good news never like this workplace just just uh earned a union contract this place just got wages raised what you know what I, why is it yeah. never things that empower people it's superficial you don't have time for that you know and it's not in their interest yeah i mean because they're it's boring bro and the companies are it's a corporation the ninety percent of the media we consume comes from six companies. It's an interconnected issue. If I if I want anyone to have any takeaway from this, it's it goes beyond just racist police. And don't get me wrong, not to minimize it, but to contextualize it and to strengthen it. You know what I mean? Yes. Because if we really want systemic change, it has to be just that systemic. It can, it's not just going to be giving racial sensitivity training to police because guess what there are black cops who kill people too you know what i mean mm-hmm. it goes it's it's a larger issue than that and the fact that cops dehumanize black people and and kill them indiscriminately and disproportionately jail them is not a standalone issue it's the tip of the iceberg and it's a very important tip of the iceberg yeah I mean, because those are those are human lives at the end of the day, yeah, and it's a centuries long. Doesn't take away from the fact that this country is built on stolen land, mm-hmm. first of all, and built on exploit on slave, slave labor. labor. To this day, yeah. prison labor. It's, it's, it's still just interconnected. Slave labor, prison labor. You can tomato tomato. It, yeah, you know it's, yeah. that's the thing. And man, like we need change systemic change and it's scary what's gonna happen we don't know what's gonna happen we don't know how we're gonna get this change we don't know if we're gonna get like served breadcrumbs like that's the one thing i'm worried about you know if like we do all this like like history says you know we're gonna protest get crumbs protest get, get crumbs. crumbs protest get crumbs yeah Let's like, repeat yeah i don't want to no no more of that i just want i i just want some kind of like real like real monumental progress you know a revolution i mean hey a revolution would be nice bernie you know but (laughs) you know if you stood in bro who knows yeah man so i think i think this is a good place to because really we can go on forever about this i think this is a good place to to call it and and yeah uh i'll be i'll be linking in like in the description of this episode, different community bail funds that you can donate to, um, that compilation of police instigating violence, and any other like useful resources that I think of after after we're done, um, I'll link those. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's all I have to say for now. Just. Yeah, just stay strong, guys. Stay safe, really. Please yeah. stay safe. Um, if you're going to protest, keep it peaceful. Um, keep it peaceful and don't fall for any performative 
bullshit about yeah. I'm gonna kneel with you. No, yeah, I saw a tweet that was like, if you want, you need to stop yelling, kneel with us, march with us, and start yelling, quit your job, and that's a start. Yeah. So let's let's start there, man. Or you know, just I just want I just want accountability. You know, I love to see accountability. Like, why is that such so controversial? Right. Why is that so controversial? Right. Like, who knows, guys? But yeah, but until until next time. Who knows? Um, stay safe out there. We love you. Um, we'll we'll talk to you later. Okay. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs>